Welcome, soccer friend, to the magical world of soccer bedtime stories, where dreams and goals come together. I'm your host, Tomek, and I'm here to accompany you on a journey through the stories of some of the greatest players, games, and tournaments as you drift off to sleep. If this is your first time visiting your soccer dream world, and you enjoy the story, we welcome you to follow and subscribe to listen to all the stories in our library. If you are a returning soccer dreamer, we encourage you to review, comment, star, and like the stories you love most. Your feedback and ideas help us get better and help to expand our soccer dreaming community. Please reach out to us. It's as easy as a pass to a friend. You can just email us at soccerbedtimestories at gmail.com. Enjoy the story, sleep well, and dream big. Hello there, soccer friend. As we embark on our adventure, let's take a deep breath, snuggle up in a cozy blanket, surround ourselves with awe and comfort. Tonight's story is one that will transport us to a magical world where anything is possible. We'll meet heroes, some villains, travel to far-off lands, and experience incredible adventures together. So let's close our eyes, relax, and get ready to embark on an unforgettable journey that will fill our dreams with wonder and excitement. Oz and Kiwi United The World Cup Story from Down Under Once upon a time, when the fields were green and the fans were loud, the world gathered in Australia and New Zealand, down under. Today's story is not just a story of one game or one player, but of an entire magical and wonderful tournament that captured the world's attention for a month. It is the story of many games, of hundreds of players, of 32 countries that overcame great obstacles to celebrate the beautiful game. It is the story of millions of people who became inspired by beautiful play, great comebacks and upsets, inspiring competitors and goals, so many wonderful, spectacular, phenomenal goals. Before the tournament even started, the women who were to participate began to battle. This was not a fight on the field, though, but rather off of it. The largest federations had long neglected their games and their tournaments. This one would be different. From Nigeria to Jamaica, the United States, France, and Spain, women united to challenge FIFA and the federations for better treatment and more support as they pursued excellence on the field. Some countries, like France, changed coaches. Others, like the United States, agreed for men and women to receive equal pay. Then others, like Nigeria and Jamaica, ensured that players of all nations would benefit from the tournament. Before they even traveled down under, the soccer women of the world united to make this cup better than any before it. The tournament was also special, as 8 out of the new now 32 countries participating would be new. Haiti... Morocco, Panama, the Philippines, Portugal, the Republic of Ireland, Vietnam, and Zambia all came to the big show for the first time. Hopes and dreams swirled in the air as the tournament opened in Auckland, New Zealand. Now friend, 
Have you ever hosted a gathering at your house? Maybe you celebrated a birthday, a holiday, or maybe your parents wanted to entertain some guests for dinner. When you host, there are many responsibilities. But man, oh man, is it ever exciting to host. When the doorbell rings, or you hear the knock on the door, you sprint over to welcome the guests. Your excitement goes up, your imagination glows. Well, now imagine that Australia and New Zealand were hosting the biggest, most giant dinner party of all. Nearly two million people attended the games and built atmosphere unlike any ever seen before at the World Cup. The Matildas of Australia and Ferns of New Zealand inspired entire nations. Both winning their opening games to sold-out stadiums, the welcoming spread like pollen in a prairie blowing over the oceans and continents. More than two billion people tuned in to watch games. Now, while the hosts were spectacular and changed the trajectory of soccer in their respective countries, they were just a fraction of what an incredible tournament the world witnessed. The Philippines, the little minnows representing their nation at a senior tournament for the first time, not only showed up, but even upset host New Zealand. That upset was just one of many that underlined the increasing strength of the women's game. Linda Caicedo, at just 18 years old, inspired her Colombia side to win over Germany. Caicedo, a cancer survivor, took her country on her shoulders when they faced Germany. The scene unfolded on the left side of the pitch. The ball found its way to Caicedo. The opponents, a wall of German defenders led by Svenja Huth and Sarah Debritz, aimed to halt her advance. Undeterred, she embraced the challenge. Time seemed to slow as Huth made her move a calculated risk that created a window of opportunity. With the ball tethered to her feet, she performed a mesmerizing dance, shifting its weight effortlessly from right to left like a pendulum. In the whirlwind of motion, she wove between Huth and Debritz, leaving them mere spectators to her artistry. The ball obeyed Caicedo's command, a faithful accomplice in her intricate play, and then flick of her foot redirected the ball's trajectory to the far corner of the goal. A magician's sleight of hand that left everyone, including the goalkeeper, spellbound. Other upsets followed with three African nations advancing to the second round. Nigeria, South Africa, and Morocco all beat out fierce competitors, including Germany, Canada, Italy, and Argentina. South Africa's Banyana Banyana, in one of the most dramatic endings, scored a 90-second-minute goal against Italy to ensure survival to the second round. Bambi Katlana, the scorer of the winning goal, had revealed the loss of three family members prior to the game. Her inspiration for the win, in addition to the love she had for her teammates. The Caribbean nations also had a little something to say about the outcomes in the tournament. The Haitian women played an inspired game against both England and China, only losing out to controversial penalty kicks. Their sisters from Jamaica brought forth the real fire. Led by star striker Bunny Shaw, they eliminated Brazil 
and ended the World Cup of the Greatest, Marta. The winds were even more spectacular considering the Jamaican women were unsure they would be able to travel to New Zealand. Their promised dues from the Federation remained unpaid, contracts left unfulfilled, and the weight of the budget cuts stole away from precious training hours. A flicker of hope emerged in the form of two GoFundMe campaigns, rallying the support of the community. Like a chorus rising, these fundraisers run fundraisers garnered close to $100,000, a lifeline of support that breathed life into their aspirations. With this newfound resource, Jamaica's historic journey to the World Cup took flight. What we would have missed had they not made it. It wasn't all beautiful and uplifting. Tears were shed and hopes deflated countless times as the tournament progressed. The once-dominant U.S. women's national team and outright favorites to win the cup faced an uphill battle in the tournament. Faced with sterner opposition than ever before, a younger, less experienced team did not dominate the same way. Facing a strong Swedish team, American dreams were shattered in one of the cruelest ways. Against Sweden, in the round of 16, regulation time yielded a goalless draw the stage was set for the unforgiving drama of penalty kicks. Each player's heartbeat was magnified in the charged silence as they stepped to the spot. Rapino, the legend who never misses, uncharacteristically found with a sky-highness, a stark contrast to her unusually, her usually unflappable presence. On the other side, Mina Hurtik's seemingly routine kick left Alyssa Nair's outstretched fingertips mere millimeters away from altering the course of the game. The ball slowly crossed the goal line, mere many moments from being saved. A gust of wind changed the course of the tournament. Final whistles echo lingered, the United States found themselves on the wrong side of the minuscule margin, a microcosm of the unpredictable nature of sports where triumph and heartbreak are often separated by the narrowest of margins, particularly in this World Cup down under. The hosts Australia faced their own penalty kick excitement in the dramatic quarterfinal showdown between Australia and France. It was Courtney Vine who etched her name into history by calmly converting the 21st and final penalty kick at the marathon shootout a duel that had begun as a soccer match had morphed into a saga spanning over three hours. While the 120 minutes of regular play yielded no goals, the ensuing penalty shootout exploded with the kind of tension and excitement that only high-stakes moments can deliver. In a move that would later be dissected, Solane Durand, France's substitute goalkeeper, stepped into the spotlight as penalties loomed. It was a daring choice as she replaced her team's primary shot stopper. The penalty shootout became a canvas for the two keepers' bravery. The momentum swept back and forth as Mackenzie Arnold, Australia's goalkeeper, made an incredible recovery by saving consecutive shots, her first save even coming after she was deemed off her line. The twists continued as Arnold herself stepped up for a penalty, only to see her attempt miss the mark. Amidst the unfolding drama, the shootout finally reached its climax. With Courtney Vine's decisive kick, 
The roar of the crowd was matched by the collective exhale of tension as her strike secured Australia's victory in a contest that had held the audience in its grip. It also meant Australia advancing to the semi-finals of the World Cup, the furthest a nation had ever gone in this historic tournament. The Spanish team would be the final story of this tournament, a team filled with brave women who had been fighting for their rights and fair treatment, who had challenged the most powerful men of Spanish soccer, who had persisted in the face of the most difficult challenges. In the semifinals, they faced the giant killers from Sweden. For the better part of 80 minutes, the semifinal clash between the two had drifted along, seemingly stuck in a realm of uneventfulness. The field had witnessed a scarcity of noteworthy moments. Yet, in a stunning reversal of fortunes, the match burst to life in the final 10 minutes of regulation, leaving spectators breathless. Salma Parayuelo the 19-year-old sensation who had been turning heads throughout the campaign ignited the spark. In the 81st minute, she etched her name into the script, breaking the deadlock with a goal that carried the weight of her rising reputation. The stadium erupted, the silence shattered by jubilant cheers as Spain claimed the lead. The narrative took an unpredictable turn as Rebecca Blomquist, representing Sweden, penned her response in the 88th minute pendulum of emotion swung once more and as the scoreline bore witness to a rapid alteration, but the tale was far from over. Olga Carmona, driven by a surge of determination, seized the moment just 60 seconds later. Her shot, a masterpiece, thundered off the underside of the crossbar, an exclamation point that resonated in the hearts of those who watched. The stadium trembled as Carmona's winner found the net, securing Spain's passage to the final. A moment of triumph crushed in the crucible of intense competition. Little did the world know that Olga Carmona's heroics and image were but a preview of what was to come. In the final, Spain was the, to meet the lionesses of England. The English team had been the strongest and sole survivor of the pre-tournament favorites. As champions of Europe, they were looking to claim a second crown for their reign at the top. Spain, though, would not give the crown lightly. From the opening whistle, the Spanish team pressured and pressed. Moving the ball with the technical gift once seen on the fields of the new comp, the Titiqui Taka of Iniesta, Xavi, and Messi. In the grand crescendo of the World Cup final, a goal emerged that encapsulated the essence of championship glory. Spain, masters of their midfield craft, lured England into the intricate trap with the precision of a well-practiced symphony. Swiftly reclaiming possession, they orchestrated a maneuver that exposed a strategic gap left by Lucy Bronze. It was a calculated gamble that would unfold in a split second of brilliance. The culmination of the strategic dance was a moment of pure football artistry. In a whirlwind of swift passes and seamless coordination, the Spaniards propelled the ball to the path of Captain Olga Carmona, their flying left back. With a deft touch and discerning eye, Carmona unleashed a strike that resonated with the precision of a finely tuned instrument. The ball found its target, the bottom corner of the net. Painting victory in the most exquisite strokes, it was a goal that didn't just punctuate the scoreline, 
It etched an indelible mark on the narrative of the tournament. Spain's triumph wasn't merely marked by lifting the coveted trophy. It was solidified by a goal that captured the essence of their journey. A journey fueled by strategy, precision, challenges, obstacles, difficulties, and the euphoric heights of a perfectly executed plan. England battled the goalie Earps even saving a penalty attempt by Hermoso. Their direct style of play could not break through the phenomenal Spaniard Spaniard barrier. Spain were victorious, 1-0. Spain were the champions of the world. The World Cup Down Under will go down as one of the brightest stars in our universe of soccer memories. New teams expanding our soccer galaxy and the host nations inspiring future stars to rise. With new heroes in Salma and Linda, Mary and Lauren, Naomi, Demorny and Shaw, we will have heroes to inspire our dreams for years to come. Thank you, Australia. Thank you, New Zealand. Sleep well, soccer friends, and dream big. Hey everyone, it's Tomek from Soccer Bedtime Stories. If you enjoy your stories and think they are worth your hard-earned money, please consider supporting us on Buzzsprout at bit.ly forward slash soccer bedtime stories. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash soccer bedtime stories. Or just look for us on Buzzsprout. Just $3 a month will give you special access to fan art, newsletters, shoutouts, and other community benefits. By supporting the show, you support us and allow us to keep our show ad-free and accessible for soccer-loving kids and adults around the globe. As always, we love to hear from you. Continue to reach out, leave reviews. Hope you enjoy the story. Sleep well and dream big, friend.